Hi, you're listening to Cookies and Cream, episode three. Okay, so on this episode, we're going to be talking about how far is too far. Now, if you're in church, have any church background, or a Christian, grew up in a Catholic school, something, like you would know that the subject of sex is a very taboo one in the church. Um, it is one that is not as talked about and therefore leaves a lot of people wondering, hey, what are the boundaries, what are the guidelines when it comes to this thing? I know that God's plan for us is purity, but what is purity? How far is too far? How far can I go before God starts going, hey, dude, I don't like you? So here's the thing. We're going to be talking about this and we're going to be unpacking this topic. Now, we were going to unpack other topics in this, but we're not going to go into all of them. And so this might be a, a repeat podcast later on in the series, later on in our podcast where we can talk about it. But we want to know what you think. Hey, don't forget, leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We love the fact that you're actually listening to this. Peace. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Rob. And you're listening to a podcast about life, faith, family, and relationships. Whoa, whoa. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to Cookies and Cream. Hey, hey. It's another episode. We're back, people. We are. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 003. Once again, oh, gosh. we got that, high bar. <laughs> got that high bar. Got um, the high bar. Yeah, um, I'm excited, Lise. Me too. I'm excited about this episode because it's real. I know. This is a fun topic. Uh, I wouldn't say fun. Well, <laughs> <laughs> depends how you want to look at it. Um, guys, we're going to be talking about sex pretty much, but it's not really just about sex. You know what I mean? So don't you don't some of you. I know you want to press pause right now because it freaks you out. Don't do it. This don't is a it. good one. It's a good one about sex. <laughs> <laughs> said well, no, I mean, <laughs> said no pastor ever. <laughs> Why do I always use my American accent to say things about church? I don't know. Maybe it's because I work for an American church. Anyway, well, guys. Anyway. Um, yeah. On this episode, we are actually going to be talking about the question that we get asked the most by couples that are dating specifically. But there's a twist coming later. So stay tuned. All right. Dun, dun, dun. And that question dun, is, dun, dun. is he really black? Not <laughs> no, true. That's not oh the gosh, question. Oh. Most people ask us that. No, no, that's not the question. But the, the question we get asked the most dun, 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 is, how far is too far? How far is too far? That's what that's all single people want to know. <laughs> they just want to know. <laughs> Tell me hey, where that line is. Where's the line? <laughs> <laughs> we wash Black Panther. <laughs> And things got a bit heated. Um, yeah, but <laughs> oh I don't even know why there's a connection there. I don't know. Black either. Panther and heated. Wakanda forever. But anyway, Lise, um, okay, first and foremost, we actually did get permission to share the, the list story. Oh, yeah, we did. We, we got to drop that story real quick <laughs> before ahead, this Rob. gets heated. It's all you. Okay, well, starting up, shout out to my homegirl. She knows who she is. She's out there. She's, a, she's an avid listener. Avid. She loves this. But anyway, she keeps her list in her Bible. This is how the story goes, you know, like some drama here, Hans Zimmer backing music. But she keeps a list of the ideal guy that she will meet in her Bible. That's where she keeps it. now. And she we... keeps it there because she prays over that list. Okay. I, I had forgotten that spiritual detail. But yeah, that's thank an you, important Beth Moore. detail. <laughs> thank you so much for bringing that, Beth. Um... So rude. So rude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being... I, you know what? It's weird. It's late. But um, 
anyway, she keeps the list in her Bible. Now, if anyone's ever kept anything, if you know, you've kept anything in your Bible, you know, things are bound to slip out. That's what the Bible does. Like, I mean, look, all the stories in the Bible, things tend to slip out. You know what I mean? So anyway, she keeps it in there. Um, and then now, Lise, correct me if I'm wrong here, because okay. I might get I'm this listening. wrong. Um, one day after church, someone comes running after her. Running, running, chasing her. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. You dropped something. You dropped something. <laughs> and uh, the thing that she had dropped was her list. Her list had been dropped and some random dude at church, some rando, picked up the list, could see that it was a list, ran after her. And I, I think he said something to her. I think he said something. What, what did he say? No, I don't think he did. I think that was just her remark was like, hey, know anybody with these qualities? Oh, oh my. Oh, that's what. Okay. But guys, think about he that. He graciously gave it back. Jeez, think about how awkward that situation is. Okay, but let's talk about how it would make an amazing. Yeah. Amazing Hallmark movie. It if like the dude picked it up and he was like, oh my gosh, I meet this great. Like yeah, it would just yeah. be so cool. But love, anyway, love comes soft. This is real life, guys. <laughs> uh, what we forgot to mention was it was a seventy-year-old guy, and <laughs> he actually wasn't running; he was on a walker. Oh my uh, gosh, not true, not true. Anyway, that, that would be an awesome movie. Um, so anyway, um, but then what would be even better about that movie is if then they asked the question, "How far is too far?" Later on in the movie, you know what I mean? They're just chilling at the crib. You know, watching Hulu because you know what I mean. Don't watch Netflix if you're alone. <laughs> um, oh anyway, goodness. that's another good story for. Oh uh, yeah, that's a, a sad story. Time. That's a story that will never be told. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we, we're gonna go and we're gonna start by talking about how far is too far. So, Lise, how far is too far? How far is too far? Well, if you are asking that question, it's already been too far. Are you sure? Because no, I was just going to say, if you're just having kidding. sex, you've gone too far. <laughs> well, Definitely. <I> <laughs> Definitely turn around then. <laughs> but seriously, it is a really valid and legitimate question that I think we found ourselves um, asking from time to time. Oh, yeah. Oh, you in know, our relationship. Back in the day. Oh, geez. Back I asked that question day. a million times. What do you mean time to time? So I think it is like, I definitely want to validate that for people, that it is a real question. And I think too, that if you're asking it, it could show that you care. Yeah. You care about your God, your godly limitations. Yeah. And you also care about the other person. Very true. And so I think all in all no matter what we can joke and make light but it is a good question and so yeah let's talk a little bit more about what that actually looks like yeah it's not a yeah it's not listen like asking questions like that i i here's what i here's what i know first and foremost about the topic of like sex in, uh, and physical intimacy in the church it's like taboo like even right yeah. now like there's a generation right we think about generationally right um the different generations that exist in one in one body in terms of like the church if you're and here's the thing if you're listening to this and you're a christian you know this is this is the lens that we speak through we're speaking through yeah. the, the lens of christianity and faith 
because that's what we are. You know what I mean? So um, I know that there are other ways to look at this. And if you are not a follower of Jesus, then then there is no, then what is the standard there? I'm sure there's some things that apply though, in terms of like intimacy and what that means, what that looks like, and some of the baggage that, that then goes on to the next relationship that apply whether or not you're a Christian. But yeah. but through the lens of Christianity, we know that, all right, it's, it's straight up. The Bible doesn't mince its words. There's mm-hmm. no sex before marriage. And you can try and navigate around as many of those things as you can, but it's just a big hell now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so true, so true. Very clear line. Very clear line. For us. That's there. a clear, clear, clear line. <clears throat> and if you haven't heard more of Rob and I's story around that, you can also listen to his book, Victorious. Yep. It's available on Just the website, paperback and audiobook. But we share Rob shares a little bit about our own journey. Chapter three. When it comes to this. And so if you want to hear a little bit more about that, definitely yeah. check that out. Yeah, De- definitely a space where you understand what it's like to 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 keep on pushing the boundaries. But let's not Let's not go into that right now. I think we're going to touch on it a little bit later. But right mm-hmm. now, just setting up. Let's just set the table. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. just let's just show people where we might be going and where we might not be going. So here's the deal, Lise. Yes, tell me. Some guys are married and they're listening to this. Some right. some people are vets. Like they've yeah. been married for a long, long, long time. I know. And we appreciate that you yeah, listen yeah. to us. They're not going how far is too far. They're going, hey, how can we get that to go that far? <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're, ho- they're not holding hands in two separate tubs like the Cialis commercial. But anyway. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to go. I'm sorry, guys. It's late. He is but going off script here, people. <laughs> rogue. Rob has gone rogue. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? If you're married, stick around. Because we aren't just talking about... Um, we're not just talking about purity and sex with unmarried couples. We're actually talking about like... We're actually going a step further into uncharted territory here. And we're going to talk about even um, relationships, just relationships. How far is too far? How far is it, you know, later on, second segment, probably we're talking more about like for us as a married couple, how far is too far in terms of like even relationships with people of the opposite sex while you're married. So so stick around. Don't go. I think that that's so important. Just to know that the question, how far is too far, doesn't just apply to sexual purity and sexual intimacy. In unmarried couples. In unmarried couples. But then for married people, there are other ways that that question applies to us too. Absolutely. 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 Now, obviously, we have a disclaimer, right? We've been married for six years. I'm 34, turning 35 in a week. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I got an I got an Amazon wish list if you want. <laughs> I'm no, but I'm too, so we're young, basically. That's what we're saying. We're new in the game, so don't roll your eyes, okay? When you hear me say something dumb, just email me. At no, I was gonna say every pastor says this at Lisa Chief. <laughs> no, you can email me. I'll read there. Yeah, just 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 email us. You know, love us. Just a little like that was dumb, and we'll move on from there. Um, but. But, you know, we're not talking because we have all the experience and we know everything. We don't, we, like we said in the last episode, we don't know much. Yeah, for um, sure. But what we know is what we're sharing. Mm-hmm. That's what we can do. Yeah, and I think every time we have conversations and dialogue, we learn something more. 
and the more we engage with other people too we're constantly learning absolutely and so it's good absolutely okay well listen we're gonna go into this and we're gonna dive right in i don't know there are so many little like things you can't say on an episode when you're talking about sex (laughs) we're gonna jump right in it's like oh wow i wasn't even thinking that until you said that sorry so So. here's the deal um i want to start with this visual that i had once Mm. and this visual uh was one of the tennis ball in the garage or the garage right yeah garage okay Okay, Miss Eloquence. Um, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I shouldn't make fun of you. I shouldn't. It's okay. This is so bad. No, it's not. It's not okay, Lisa. I get emails, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your friends. They're waiting. <laughs> your friends are basically our only listeners. <laughs> I've asked all my friends, have you listened? They're like, oh, no, man. I'm two episodes behind. I'm like, we only have two episodes. <laughs> we only have two. How can you be two behind? You haven't even listen to the intro but the tennis ball in the in the garage garage okay garage (laughs) okay tennis ball in the garage we're chilling english is my second language but anyway no one's holding (laughs) that against me um and i always used to wonder like when i when i first started seeing that because i only started seeing that in the states like did you see that oh yeah no i didn't right yeah so anyway i walked into the garage I uh, checked out this tennis ball hanging out. I was like, wow, what a what a cute little game for your kids. <laughs> like, do you, are you a tennis player? Like, like some of the dumb things I've said, right, in the first few weeks in America. But anyway, I figured that the tennis ball in the garage was like a, a sign or a like like what what would you call that? Like a like a marker. Yeah. Okay. And the tennis ball in the garage was there to show you that if you keep going you've mm-hmm. gone too far yeah oh mm-hmm. rob with the illustrations <laughs> for the w <laughs> tennis ball in the garage i think is one of the things that i think about when i think about uh god's word mm. and i think about those lines being drawn mm-hmm. right like it's like yeah it's so good don't it's, go too far yeah the warning of and then I think, too, even in your illustration, if you think of what happens when you do go too far, the car crashes. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of drama and stuff to deal with with yeah. that. And I think it's just the same. Yeah. When we cross that line, <clears throat> excuse me, or we push that line, there's consequences. Yeah. And there's messes and stuff that we have to deal with that we wouldn't have had to if we just Stop. stayed on the other side of the tennis ball. Yeah, so the tennis ball is not there to stop you from enjoying your garage. No. It's there to actually protect you from destroying your car. Yeah. Yay, yay. That's deep. <laughs> that is deep, Rob. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But here's oh the deal. That, that that set off kind of a thought process for, for us in conversation when we're talking about this episode. You know, because this is like a handle with care episode because yeah. it's it's real like this is real like one we hang out with a lot of young adults we hang out a, a lot with people in their 20s um and so i wanted to ask Lise, like just for us you know what i mean first and foremost for us what does that tennis ball represent like in okay outside of the outside of the garage and words killing me but outside of that like what does that represent 
Like, what is the tennis ball in real life, dude? I mean, I think healthy, good boundaries. Okay. Yeah. Like lines um, that we have decided we're going to stick to. Okay. Whether that's biblically based or morally based, however you want to look at that for us. Like we said earlier, there's a clear line from biblical standpoint. But I think, too, that comes with some other stuff that we're going to dive into, like the technical side of things. Um, But I think boundaries and having healthy lines drawn that are clear um, is what I think the tennis ball represents, like in life and in relationships. And I think having conversations about those pretty early on is really important. Okay. So not to throw you under the bus, okay? Okay. All right. Throw let me, me just under go there. back. Okay. Let, me, let me just go back, okay, to when I am like, um, I'm 18, and you know, Nelly's got that Band-Aid on his face, you know, and it's like, you know, we're listening to Hot in Her, and I, I'm <laughs> taking you back, people, I'm taking you back to the days when I when I would have to think about this all the time, but here's the deal, like. I'm there, I'm sitting in in that position and I'm like, okay, listen, I want to create healthy boundaries in this relationship that I'm in. I just met this girl, her name's Lisa. Uh, You know, she's digging me. She's she's texting me all the time. It's actually kind of getting a little bit annoying. Um, (laughs) No, but but it's like, you know, I like this girl, like, you know, and and we like each other. Okay. Uh, We're attracted to each other. So every time we're alone, this is a factor this is a thing so what is okay so tell me help me out here (laughs) ma'am what's that tennis ball like you know what i mean like practically like you know biblically based listen i am reciting job 31 verse 1 every time lisa shows up at my house i've made a covenant not to look at a woman lustfully but bam there she comes and she's like i'm attracted to her what's what's the tennis ball in our lives like how do we how do we create that tennis ball in the garage deal that's a great question (laughs) what we didn't prepare for (laughs) i honestly think that one of the things when i look back at my younger self yeah i think a tennis ball moment for me would have been to not be alone Uh in a situation where kissing or other things are going to lead to other things and I and I know that that may sound extreme but I think when I look back for me that would have been a good tennis ball yeah to just go right out the gate hey you know one thing we're never going to do we're never going to be alone yeah and I and I I want to say that I think you can be alone but around other people at the same time Okay. You can be on a dinner date and you're around other people. You're not going to jump each other in the middle of a restaurant. Like, okay. Um, why are you? No, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm, play, I'm playing. I'm just going to be for real, like real, real, because yeah, I, I, I process things real life. Yeah. I okay. Know. Because I'm married to you. So I understand that we know, like, right. We, We've processed this, lived it, know how to kind of check it and, and connect it. But I'm, I'm trying to put my 
my feet in the in the shoes of a young dating couple. I right think you now. just have to decide what your limitations are. And I really think you have to take into consideration each other because for you, it might be, hey, I can kiss you for hours on end and have like a very passionate moment with you and that's it, it's fine. And it doesn't go anywhere else. For me, it could be just you even kissing me that leads me down a different path. And I I really do just think you have to decide from the get-go like mm. what we will and what we won't do yeah um and i think you have to tell people that are close to you yeah. because here's the thing i think having the people and the community and the accountability around you allows you to invite people into that relationship so that you're again you're not alone yeah you might be hanging out just the two of you but you're not alone in the sense that you're going to have somebody that's going to ask you yeah and it needs to be somebody that you will also be honest with yeah. about your response. So that even if you did end up having sex or falling in some other way where you've set a boundary and a parameter, you have people yeah. that you can allow into that space yeah. that can speak truth, that can walk you through that and then can hold you back to that standard yeah. that you've agreed on. And so I really think just not being alone in when you're dating don't isolate yourself from other people from friends from mentors or um pastas that can speak into that and be there for you so i really do think the alone part is physically emotionally spiritually just don't be alone yeah yeah i mean be honest like that's it like just be honest about like i i don't think like i think i think it's because sex has been made into this ridiculously taboo topic that people aren't even aren't even okay or or don't even think that it's it's okay to be honest about like yo when when i'm with this person i'm really thinking about like xyz so it's like you hold on to that you're alone you're like you know james Harden all by yourself going to the hoop all by yourself and it's like bad illustration but anyway you're there and you and you're just alone Be- yeah and it's not because you you're like some you know because that's a thing as well like it's like oh man maybe i might get judged by this person who i just started dating and it's like hey listen man i can't be alone with you it's like the girl's like what's wrong with you I can't be alone with me are you some like freak like you know also like having like so true the 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 freedom to just say listen i'm, I'm telling you this and it's not because i'm some perv right but I just know from previous experience that yeah, this, even though I'm strong, like it yeah. can be worn down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Samson. And honestly, sidebar, like guys, if she cannot respect that, Deuces. maybe not worth going on another date with. Like I'm going to be that frank and direct about it. Because I think if you cannot respect each other's boundaries and things that that person is desiring to honor god with their mind with their thoughts with their emotions with their body and honor you in the process mm. uh peace like you guys shouldn't be dating yeah yeah so so you mentioned something earlier on as well like you talked about accountability and i, I just wanted mm-hmm. like because i think that's good i think look we talked about the list 
and we talked about conflict right and i think combined those two powers combined i think can help (laughs) you navigate this conversation because if you have on your list and you're like okay i want a guy who's going to respect my boundaries you know you know that's i want a guy who's going to respect the fact that okay this is what i want to be when we get married Mm -hmm. like some people it's like hey i want i want to be a virgin when i get married that's that's it lord this is it this is my heart I want to be pure. I want to stay pure until the day that I say I do. And 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 if someone can't respect that, and and a lot of guys, and to be honest, girls, you know what I mean, can't respect that. They're yeah. like, and I'm and I'm not talking non-Christian. I'm talking, oh, yeah. I'm talking Christians. Like, hey, listen, I, I don't respect that. And they might say they respect it with their words, mm-hmm. but if they keep on putting you in a position in a mm-hmm. situation where you're most likely to compromise they're basically saying i don't respect it yeah basically yeah but i'm not judging yeah because there's other things going on as well yeah absolutely and i think too even just the frankness and the honesty that guys we are fully aware that christians are having sex and doing stuff in dating relationships just no one says they are god didn't exactly nobody will admit it but i kind of want to pause there for a moment too rob because you brought up how the church, especially in church, this conversation is so taboo. And I really think the church has just allowed culture to define this topic for us mm. instead of us being at the forefront yeah. of this conversation and this topic. Um, yeah, and that true. we really just need to talk about God's goodness and sex and boundaries and the way he created it to be enjoyed. Because, yeah. guys, this topic is not a bad topic. Yeah, it's not. It's like, not a bad topic. It really isn't. It is a good thing. And so even when you are, like Rob, when you said, you know, I'm I'm having thoughts, or if we do this, I start to think about you in this way. Yeah. And ultimately, that is not bad. Yeah. Like desiring to be with the person you love and are attracted to, that's not a bad thing. God wired you and designed you that way. Yeah. He just has a perfect plan for how that should look yeah that's good and i don't think we talk about that side of it enough yeah so that then like what you're saying creating honest conversation where someone can go you know what i'm dating this guy this girl and i am so attracted to them yeah and i do think about this yeah and how do i keep this under control until the right time yeah and i think when we begin to allow people to do that oh my gosh the freedom that we would experience in even our relationships and the fullness of enjoying one another with those healthy parameters yeah would be so good yeah because there isn't that feeling of shame and guilt and judgment but i also think that this is one of the areas that the enemy loves to play around him and entangle us and shame us and keep us silent because of fear of how other believers around me other christians around me will respond or react to this yeah um and so i think there's onus on and especially also if you're listening and you're married i think there's a lot of responsibility on us as married believers on how we love and encourage our single christian guys and girls around us yeah in this area instead of just the shaming and the guilting yeah. um or the seemingly condemning yeah like yeah just being able to yeah i mean hey listen if you're out there and you're married 
pursue some very real relationships with people that are not married um, so that you can actually create spaces for them to interact with you and engage and talk about sex openly and I mean like you know I mean like for real for real like you know dudes and I think it's not just a dude thing I you know I always talk about this and I always talk about how the fact that you know when we're talking about because we're talking about lust right we're talking about lust and we just sometimes talk it we just put it all in one bucket and call it lust whereas there is that thing that you just said like hey there's a design and so yeah. you're wired by yeah. god to desire mm-hmm. you know to desire this person but in the right in the right parameters it is beautiful in the right. wrong par- outside of those parameters outside of those boundaries it, it can be destructive mm-hmm. and god knows that so right. and he knows best and he knows why he created it that way um but i just try and think like to myself like you know sometimes we just bunch it up as in like ah oh, mm. okay it's lust and therefore hey let's wait for the next men's meeting or the next men's retreat right. to just go hey lost 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 bad bad stupid and then hey let's closing prayer let's go back <laughs> and i don't know if at women's retreats it's the, it's the thing that's talked about i don't think people you know do, yeah do that i don't think so and okay. i think even i've never been to as one. you've become <laughs> Well, that would be weird <laughs> as you've um being a young adults pasta and me getting to interact with young adult women in a different way realizing hey that is a thing because we also are designed that way mm. to enjoy that and to want intimacy yeah with somebody and not just emotional intimacy yeah. and the romance side of things but we also want to be physically intimate with somebody yeah and a lot of the girls even feeling more shame Mm, for desiring that and wanting that because like oh no that's a guy thing so I'm not supposed to feel this way yeah or and it's like no God created you too to enjoy it's not just for men like hey ladies no matter where you are right now whatever stage of life you're in sex is not just for for a man yeah yeah it's for us too yeah like he designed it for both people yeah, to enjoy. yeah, because you get yeah, you get the shock of your life when you get married, and you're like, ah, easy, <laughs> easy lady. <laughs> like, wow. No, because that that is like it's you might, so true like, though. Like, you could think that, yeah. You it takes. Listen, I I can think of like some things that you grow up with in church and in Christian mm. culture and Christendom that can f- creep you out like that. <laughs> Yeah, when that honeymoon night comes and you're like, yeah, what the heck? You're like, what happened? Everything I heard was wrong. You know what I mean? Because you've been told, hey, listen, girls don't think about that. Right. You do. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's be honest about this. For some people, it takes years for them to even say, but anyway, that's another topic for more, more, like just more experienced sexologists, Christian, (laughs) Christian sexologists. (laughs) Sure, oh, wow. you can find. I'm sure there's oh, one wow. in the whole country, but um, <laughs> <I'm> sure <there laughs> that's is. how taboo it is. I'm a Christian oh, sexologist, but okay. So anyway, we're talking about this now. Here's the thing: we we talked about accountability. Now we come from there are two different cultures, least I know, right? You know what I mean? Because we come from Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. and you know, we when we share a little bit of our story, everything that we said that might sound judgmental will not sound judgmental. Trust me. It will just be like, 
we love you and that's why we're saying this but we come from zimbabwe and in zimbabwe there is there was just a different way mm. i think not a good not a better way we've talked about this yeah there's no there was just like a different way there was like they almost seemed like there was this incredible intentionality in our culture where people were like hey listen you know if you were if you know where are you with this if you're in yeah. a relationship like relationships kind of you know like your pastor had you know he had some over he had some involvement and engagement mm-hmm. in that um and then coming over here it's you know and being in the u.s and maybe it's just where i'm at you know if you if you if you if, if it's not like this for you and you're in the states please comment yeah share that let us, us know but it just felt like ah, oh, your relationship's your thing man and i'm just i'm just here i'm a pastor you you. yeah you do you and and one of the things that i noticed is that back home my pastor wasn't like my mate he wasn't like hey we're friends right. like he was actually you know the one that was that i the person that you knew loved you but was willing to confront you mm-hmm. to to save you like yeah so so there wasn't like that because some people enter relationships and they're like yeah i got c- accountability i have a good tennis ball system around me but they're all my friends yeah. and they all have something to lose by confronting me right yeah that's not gonna work because when things get tense and things get real and yeah. and you're hiding ducking diving like you know they can be very real like hey i really care about you but i don't want to lose the friendship and it right. looks like the first time i confronted you you were upset mm-hmm. whereas a pastor like i can say i can speak for myself and i can speak for you you know you can speak yeah. for yourself as well but it's just a, this thing like where i'm like yeah if you if you let me in that door like i would be i would be happy to say hey that's a dumb idea yeah and not and and not be afraid of losing your yeah. friendship yeah like it's not gonna make me upset that you're not gonna talk to me yeah. for two weeks and so i mean like we'll around okay around boundaries there was like so much more of that back in zimbabwe yeah definitely there was more like hey listen we're dating let's go talk to the yeah. pastor because he's he's kind of like the guy who's overseeing us and, right and 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 i mean your relationship is is a thing that i think to be honest you you only you can open that door yeah i would definitely agree like if you listen to our conflict episode you kind of got a little snippet that i am a straight shooter i um will ask you hard questions it's who i am um i value that when people are like that with me and but when it comes to this specific area there's only so much I can ask you or talk to you about or confront you on without you actually inviting me into that space. Mm. Yeah. There's like that deeper level that we can only go to when you go, hey, Lisa, Yeah. this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rob and Lisa, will you speak into this? Or will you be there for this? Yeah. Um, and I think, too, like the difference is just so like we said not right or wrong but i think i saw more flourishing Mm. in the way of our zimbabwean christian culture when it came to that than i see here i see um a lot of isolating like i had said before like don't be alone and even with that spiritual aspect don't be alone yeah um 
you know, allow allow someone in spiritual authority over you, which is your pastor, um, allow them to engage with you in that way. Yeah. And maybe that's just what we know, because we're not saying that, hey, listen, we're from a better culture. There's some there's some unhealthy aspects of like, you know, not being able to like there's some other things as well in the culture that say, you know, kind of like, no, <laughs> like we're not dating. Like, you know, oh, like, yeah. you know, your, your, your family's only going to see, the you know, the when dude you're when, you're, when you're engaged, which is actually biblical. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the culture. Here's the thing. A lot of a lot of I think a lot what makes it a lot easier is that when it comes to dating relationships, you know, biblical culture as it is, mm. it, it seems and sounds more like Middle Eastern asian mm-hmm. african like the concept even though the concept of dating and and all the rest of that we're not going to go into that but you know what i mean that's like a that's like a hundred and it's, it's yeah, like well, a hundred year vibe from but, the same place it was very different yeah but also the history like even just the history of being alone with a guy oh yeah that's that's so like true. the 1920s maybe thing. Yeah. yeah like it's not like a thing even in this culture like yeah. in, our, in our culture it's not it's still not available <laughs> <laughs> still no signal yeah you're yet. right it's still very new here <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where you know there was a bunch of like i was talking to some zimbabweans as well and it's like they were like yeah we weren't allowed to be alone with boys but yeah lost my virginity at, at 16 yeah. so you're like okay you weren't allowed <laughs> out the house you weren't allowed to be alone with boys but you still slept with a guy right. like you know when when you're 15 it's like you know so it's, it's like the boundaries as well the culture all i'm trying to say is that the culture that is not better it's different yeah and so yeah. but accountability is accountability because then the culture where the culture becomes i guess it may may feel better is the, in the sense that biblically you're going to a place where you're like okay this is how relationships kind of functioned in the in the bible this is what it kind of looked like and it's not saying that there's no immorality of course there is in the bible but the the culture itself was like hey listen don't even step unless you're ready to get engaged yeah you know and so therefore there's already a seriousness to the relationship when you meet the people together and you're like, oh, you're together. It means that they're together. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't want to veer too far from from like stuff because I think the how far is too far is just it's 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 mainly a sexual question. Mm-hmm. And so like I mean like you know, I'm just looking at our time. It's like, geez, we <laughs> maybe <laughs> this is two episodes, but yeah. um but like yeah, you know, how far is too far? Like it, you know, it's still not you know that's left unanswered like yeah i mean i think what is it what 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 is you know you said early on like you're like hey you know like but it's it's different like the entry point like but what about the end game the end thing like you mean sex (laughs) (laughs) i'm like why are we talking code (laughs) you know the thing that produces little ones oh my goodness (laughs) okay but i think too like we can even dive into the whole aspect of technically I'm still a virgin mm-hmm. like we haven't had sex sex in that way yeah but we have had oral sex wow that's taboo 
I'm bouncing. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh, Rob, crud. Um, no, but seriously, when we really seriously look at the question, how far is too yeah, far? Yeah, people that's put what markers. most people yeah. are asking. Yeah, yeah, Like, well, I'm still a virgin. Yeah. So everything's good, right? Because the Bible talks about yeah. sex is for marriage. Yeah. But all, these, all this other stuff. How do you find them? In the, yeah. What is that about? Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they books, entire books on this stuff. So <laughs> it talks about that. But, you know, I'm like thinking like for real, like they are those things. Like people are like, yeah, well, we haven't really had sex. Yeah. But shucks. Like, is this God honoring still? Like, right. And that's things. where I think the difference comes in for even um, like claiming virginity and not actually understanding purity. And how, how the Bible, I believe, calls us to sexual purity. Mm. And I think that means honoring God in what you're doing mm. and being pure in all of the things that surround sex. Yeah. So for me, if I was going to say, hey, how I, I, for me, in the same box, if I was having this conversation with Hope in 10 years time, I would be telling her that all of that is sex. Mm. You'd just be wrapping it all up in one I mean, bundle. like, w- why do we have to separate it from what's technical and what isn't? Wow. Because I believe all of that is sexual intimacy. Yeah. Therefore, all of that is sexual purity. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, Lise. I l- like, here's the... I hear you. You know what I mean? I don't even want to think about that when it comes to my daughter right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like literally, literally, I'm like about to kick like four year old boys. Like every time they look at her funny, it's like I'm true, like, yo, guys. kid, it's true. Kid, stay in your lane. She's unavailable. But um, I'm trying to think about this on like another level is like, like for real, like just the technicality of it is that, yeah, is that is that God honoring as well? Like. And, and oh yeah here's I'm what I'm sure trying what to say saying. here's what I'm trying to say sorry I, I got thrown off by just <laughs> Sorry, <I laughs> in 10 happy. years having that conversation she with is the, four jeez I'm like oh, lord help us you know but we live in an we live in an over sex generation mm-hmm. okay so we live in a, we live in a, in a generation that has already thrown a lot of tennis balls way back in mm-hmm. the garage like it's mm-hmm. like you know they drive smart oh, yeah. cars oh, so yeah. the engines in the back <laughs> they're like uh yeah i'm going all the way to the edge of this garage you know what i mean and it's like almost like so true that line is more drawn on how close can i get to the line yeah how close can i get to the tennis ball without yeah yeah, yeah. rather than like oh there's the tennis ball how far can i stay from it so true man it's not like the and but we live in an over six generation yeah. then we also live right now where we are our house where mm-hmm. our daughter's growing up in a culture in a generation where like you know what i mean like where we come from there's some things that people will say ah oh, jack that's ah, that's nothing like you, i feel very condemned that you're even confronting me about the fact that oh, my yeah. boyfriend and i or my girlfriend and i are doing this oh yeah and then we're living in that yeah and trying to say something like (laughs) i'm packaging all this other sex that isn't sex into the sex box i know and i was like and i know if you're listening it may sound so weird sounds crazy and i you know just the other day i was actually having a cup of coffee with a friend of mine 
And there was a moment in our conversation where we said, man, doesn't it make us sad that we celebrate now when we hear that people got married virgins? Mm. Like that's like an unheard of thing in, in our Christian culture yeah. right now. It's yeah. totally unheard of. Yeah. Like that is not the norm yeah. whatsoever. And it was just so interesting that we were like, man, that's what we like. Wait, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like how? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, let's examine everything about that relationship yeah. to understand how yeah. they managed to do that in a world that we live in now. And yeah. so I know it sounds crazy. And I really just feel like I need to preface this right now because if you have made it this far, I'm so proud of you for sticking with us and listening to this conversation. Yeah. But I want you to know that I can speak for myself in that I crossed the tennis ball line in so many different ways. So even as I'm saying this, mm. I'm not saying it from a standpoint where I was married a virgin or I kept all of that stuff in the sex box. Mm. Um, but I think as I have learned more, especially about the technical side of things, that's why I feel like I'm pretty passionate about going, Yeah. hey, you know. Yeah, because... You, you can also be a virgin with an impure heart. You can also be like, okay, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin, but and 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 almost like just have a rotten heart. Mm -hmm. I, and also don't think that that's what God's looking for. Right. But it's not like a, and I and and here's the thing. Like I think what ends up happening is that you start to create. We st I start to see these camps. Mm -hmm. I start to see these camps of like, okay here's the camp of the people who are who are virgins and kind of wear it as crowns oh yeah and lord it over everyone like oh, yeah. well geez you over six idiots who don't love jesus why are you doing this right look at me but then in their hearts oh, yeah. you see that okay. lust is like yeah. r resident number one and then you find that there are people who aren't virgins and then they're like geez but they really have this pursuit of the lord and they're yeah. really like yo all I want is God, and this seems to always be kicking my butt, but I genuinely have a heart to, to follow God. I mm. think what I, what I would love to speak into, like, real quick, is to say that I, I fall in the same category as Lise. Like, I got married, and I wasn't a virgin. And, um, and, I, and I thought long and hard. Like, when I got married, I was like, I wish I was a virgin. Yeah. Like, when I got married, like, yeah. I wish... Like there was a lot of brokenness. There was a lot of like shame. There was a mm -hmm. lot of like guilt. There was a lot of like like filters that I mm -hmm. had to like kind of like and still to this day, like if anyone's honest, like the thing is w what pornography and multiple sexual partners before you get married do is they create expectation. They create comparison. They create almost like a, a hard drive like your mm. brain is like a hard drive and your heart carries all these people and it's not like the beginning of i kiss dating goodbye where you're saying i do <laughs> and there are all these brides next to you even though shout out to joshua harris that book was like legendary in and of itself even though some people like can stone it to death now yeah but let's be real when it came out in like whatever 99 it was gold <laughs> you know what i mean you're just so glad that your kids weren't listening to slim shady and you could give them a book but here's the thing 
the the reality is that I I look at that and I'm like no 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 but there's there's a truth to that yeah. like you know what I mean like there is like you carry all these people that you're creating these real intimate relationships with uh, and you carry all these people that you keep on diving into something that God has gone hey I actually just created this for marriage mm-hmm. I actually I actually just created this for covenant mm-hmm. that's what I created it yeah. for but you're entering into something I created for covenant outside of covenant yeah. and that in itself is carrying some other jazz mm-hmm. that we may only know when we get to heaven and be like wow right is that what I was carrying yeah that's real it, it really is yeah well at least we were going to talk about <laughs> we were going to talk about how far is too far but maybe we can pose the question out there yeah i think that's a good but good e- idea. even just to conclude this this part and then and then say hey listen you know we have this vip group that everyone keeps asking about like yeah when are we, we do i know listen guys we're not ignoring you um if you're interested let us know if yeah, it doesn't matter if there's three of us we of can us. talk we do live videos we can chat right and talk more about this but i think i think there are two elements of this mm-hmm. right so right now you're listening to this you're in a relationship mm-hmm. okay and um and y- you're not winning you're not winning yeah. on the on the physical intimacy or you've created a technicality mm. and i'm just like it's it's part of even the conversation that we that we were going to talk about for the married couples right but it's like how how whack is it is a technicality like how whack is it to just go well it's not this you know what i mean right and i mean even in our relationship with god like mm. even just thinking about that like gee like you're just you're just like i love god but in this area of my life i'm, I'm saying you can't touch this and I'm just yeah. going to keep the purity going based on like, yeah, well, I know you don't like it, but I'm not doing what you didn't specify. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's We'd like, love to pull out that card. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think about our relationship with God. Like, it's like, like, listen, well, Lord, like, you know, it's like me coming home to you and going, well, you know, I was out with this lady and um, we didn't kiss or anything. But we literally stared at each other for like 40 minutes with just two centimeters in between our lips. And we just whispered sweetener. Why is your voice like that? Because it's a, it's a dumb voice. It's so like, true. you'd be like, yeah, bruh, I think you kissed her. <laughs> yeah. You, you li- might as well have. <laughs> yeah. You're like, just like, like, what were you doing? Like, where were you? How old was that? In Starbucks. That's weird 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 (laughs) oh my goodness but you know what i mean and i think we take that to god we're like well i didn't yeah but but so my heart was there man yeah like what you said wearing our crowns we love to put on our crowns and think we're better than or we got something under control oh yeah absolutely i do love what you said rob about the heart and i think we need to always remember that even the word purity in whatever stance like being pure in all things yeah i think it's a heart issue we have to remember that all of this is a heart issue yeah so if you are making the same mistake over and over again but you're like i want jesus i want to get this under control like your heart matters Mm. if you are genuinely trying and i also want to say like reach out to us yeah like don't do life alone yeah reach yeah reach out like you do not have to be alone you have people that will be in your corner corner 
that will hold you accountable, that will love you through it. And um, yeah, just know you don't have to be alone. Yeah. And I also want to add one last little thing. Do it. All right. And I want to say this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First Corinthians seven, verse eight. I'm a pastor. See, so I'm like wrapping this up and I wrap these things up in a sermon bow. Um, but I was going to say, like, there's this passage of scripture that says, Now to the to the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried, as I do. That's Paul talking. Um, but if they cannot control themselves, <laughs> they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And I, listen, skimming the surface, right? Because there's some pastor listening to this who's like, Well, let me open my commentary. Let chill. Put it away. Just relax. <laughs> another podcast for you to battle with theology but basically what i'm what i'm trying to bring up is the fact that there's also like times where we're like and i and this is just out to the dudes like you're being an idiot and you're like waiting because you you you're, you're kind of wait like you're waiting for better you're like oh i'm dating this girl I have all this passion and desire in me i'm not going to get married because you know what if miss usa emails me and says hey and that also but or your ex-girlfriend from high school like she, she ain't coming back yeah. it's done it's, it's over like you know whatever that is put it in the past but it's like saying like like for some people like yeah there should be a desire to say hey listen i i really want to get married like for real mm-hmm. like like i, do, I don't want to string girls along i don't want to like play this game of like well we're just figuring out each other like it's like geez i'm married for six years i'm still trying to figure you out yeah. like I, do, yeah. I, I don't know like I, like how long are you supposed to date like 12 years like oh okay i think yeah. i've got this but it's like yeah there's this there's this like desire that has been put in you that burns as paul says it's mm-hmm. like listen man you can't keep that under control yeah. hey guess what put a ring on it mm-hmm. and and just like love someone and and love mm-hmm. them well and say listen i'm not going to fool around with you mm-hmm. and i'm not going to fool around with someone else's wife mm-hmm. i am going to make you my wife and mm-hmm. the, like that's the thing like if you love me we're down hey let's do this thing yeah and i and and there's a beauty in that mm-hmm. and just you know and just know for generations and generations most people found out who they were marrying on their wedding day <laughs> I'm all about arranged marriages. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so what we were going to say was this was this was the second part. We didn't we didn't think this would be, but if you're listening to this, we were actually going to go into to a segment in this when we we're going to talk about can married people be friends with people of the opposite sex, close friends? Like, yeah. Can you be close? Can you be good friends with someone of the opposite sex? But we're going to keep that in our back pockets. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I, we would love to I hear know that. what you think about that. And if that's something you would like to hear us discuss at another time. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. Can you, be, can you be like... Can your spouse be close friends with a member of the opposite sex? <laughs> Tell us. We want to know. With a little snickering, you already know what I might <laughs> think. 
let us know what you think okay so let us know what you think thank you so much for listening in leave a review yes please leave a rating and a review um that's great and we love to hear how it's impacted you but leaving a review really helps us and we would love it if you would just take the two minutes to do that it would be great absolutely and thank you to so everyone who commented on instagram yes. thank you to everyone who's contributing to this and who's hey, sharing yeah like, you guys are rock stars yeah we just love how we get to have fun doing this together yeah um, but then getting to see that it is impactful in one way or another for you. And so thank you for your encouragement, for your support. Like seriously, it means the world to us. Absolutely. We love you guys. Yep. And enjoy your Friday. Awkward silence, please. <laughs>